greetings everybody, uh, Wesley Pepper here and you're tuned to my podcast, Wesley Pepper's Art Lexia, which is brought to you by Spudcaster and Vibob. Yeah, thanks to all my new listeners and returning listeners, welcome everybody. Uh, we have, uh, just to start off with the last few episodes, thanks to, 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 to Jen for coming through. I had lots of fun talking to her, it was really cool having a guest, uh, having a live guest. <laughs> it was really fun. Um, I hope I'm having more of that. The irony is, is that we're under this new lockdown and... Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, she was a lot of fun. Remember to check out her work at GenArt25 uh, or just GenArt on all social media platforms. Um, yeah, I mean, moving on to today, um, I'm talking, I've got a really interesting guy, uh, guest today. Uh, uh, I'm talking to Mike Stella all the way from Pueblo, Colorado in the USA. Um, yeah, I know him for quite a while now. We've done a, 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 a very interesting collaboration in 2011. Um, he's a poet, uh, Mike's a poet, and um, he writes these really interesting poems. And I know over time his poems also took really a dark turn, and we'll definitely touch on that. And I know he's also dealing with, um, he's got some mental question. I honestly, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but we'll talk about it. And I know that's impacted his writing and well, his, his livelihood in general. So we'll touch a bit, a, a, a bit on that and um, talk to him about his, um, how his um, writing has, um, how it has grown. And because he's got some new stuff, he'll, um, hopefully he'll be reciting some of it. I hope so. <laughs> um, I hope he's not too shy. Um, so yeah, I'm mean, I hope you guys look forward to that. Um, remember the, uh, Art giveaway is still up for grabs, so just like, comment, or um, like, comment, and subscribe to this episode, and you can win yourself an original artwork. And um, I'll talk to you guys at the end of the uh, at the end of all of this with regards to future episodes and everything. So yeah, I hope you guys stay tuned and enjoy today's episode. Baobulb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling. This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with baobalb.org. Um, come on. There you go. Okay, here we go. Uh, Mike Stella, all the way from Pueblo, Colorado. Uh, they're all the way in America, the US, it's the Midwest. Um, I know it's like noon on your side. How are you doing, my brother? I'm good, Wes. How are you? <laughs> um, yeah, man. Like being a, like being an African is never a straight answer. I can never tell you I'm just doing okay. I'm doing okay, but I'm doing this, but <laughs> but I've been productive. I'm in good spirits. Um, you know, things are moving. Um, I'm, I'm 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 pretty good, man. So yeah, man. Let's jump straight into it, Mike, man. So uh, for my listeners, uh, could you give us? Just- uh, give us a brief about like your background and I know you were a theater practitioner, I know you retired. Um, and uh, but just give us a background in your uh, what you did in theater and your background in writing. So I started I started in theater when I was nine years old and performed on and off through school and college. And then toured until I was 24. And um, yeah, then I suffered burnout. I didn't go the route that I should have to become more of a professional with it. And went the, went the burnout route. Um, 
and started writing when I was 15, more, more poetry, um, and, and dabbled in it and dabbled in it in my twenties and, and wrote songs. And then when I, I hit my thirties, I, I met a, a guy by the name of Phil Dearborn and he kind of took me under his wing. He had been writing and he was in his, Oh, he goodness. He was probably in his late sixties at the time. And I, I felt like I was a kindergartner uh, writing uh, when I read his stuff. And um, it just took me to a different level in, in my writing. And, and so I've just kind of dabbled on and off with it um, since then. Yeah. 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 So uh, tell us a little bit about your influences, man. Um, besides your mentor, uh, like, you know, who are the, what other writers um, did you read at the time, you know? Um, and what other writers moved you and what style of writing and so on and so forth. Oh, goodness. Uh, uh, Writing-wise, um, well, poetry-wise, uh, Edgar Allan Poe, Maya Angelou, uh, literary-wise, people like uh, John Irving, Stephen King, um, I, I, I read a lot of, and now, now I draw a blank. I should have written it all down. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, a good, it's all good, man. It's all good. Um, um, it's just to give my lessons like perspective on like where your writing is coming from, you know? Um, I always find that, um, artists' influences, uh, really shape the, the narrative. Pretty much, or I would say the backbone of the of the art. For example, like myself, like um, Basquiat, um, Jean-Michel Basquiat was a huge influence in in, um, in my work, especially um, especially in my twenties uh, and my thirties. And um, yeah, so I know with a lot of artists, those type of things are really you know play a play play a part in crafting um, the work. And you know, um, I find I find a lot yeah. of it also comes from. Um, songwriters uh you know and I, as i listen to music yeah 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 um, yeah. um like who like people who like uh bruce springsteen bob dylan you know the mm. the, the poets mm. that that perform the singer songwriters uh i love listening to them uh and yeah. I, I find that i'll i'll hear a lot of ideas um from things that they've they've done yeah, yeah, it's interesting you mentioned both um, Springsteen and, and, and Dylan. It's interesting because they were also both revolutionary. Uh, their, their lyrics were also really strong. Um, did that sort of side appeal, appeal to you as well? I'm sorry? Um, you know, like Springsteen and uh, and Dylan's lyrics were also pretty hardcore. You know, there are a lot of social issues um, that I addressed in their music. Did that, um, did, that, did that side appeal to you? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I, um, it, you know, it just, it moves me, um, you know, when, when songs, when songs catch, catch you like that. Um, yeah. And, and I, I know that you've, you've read a lot of my, my previous work and you, you see yeah. things that I've, 
I've, I've posted and, and you know how, how music is, is so very much a part of my life. And, and so um, when a song catches you and, and mm. it, lyrically and, and musically, you know, but, but more so lyrically when they, um, that just cures something, you know, from, yeah, from, from inside, uh, you know, it's like, wow, how did they experience that exact same thing that, that I did? Mm. And, and I love to be able to be able to relate that and have, have somebody experience that in my writing as well. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I have a very, very similar experience with music. Uh, I use it as a, uh, almost as a drug, so to speak. Um, because I'm always listening to it. I'm always plugging into something and I'm, I'm, I'm always, um, yeah, like um, I'm also very, very influenced by uh, really good, really strong lyrics because I know that plus a melody, it really vibrates and it, it yeah, it um, it resonates, it resonates big actually. So that's actually quite interesting because um, as I was telling my listeners in the in the intro, um, I think we met in I know I don't think we were it was probably no, it was probably in 2011, probably 2011, and um, at that time. Um, funny enough, I'll just, I'll just give you um, some perspective on my side, um, um, and that collaboration that we did, um, at that time, at, um, at that time, I just left, uh, my publishing, I was publishing for the longest time and, um, I just left it and, um, I was sort of finding, um, it was actually a very, very <laughs> weird part in my life because for a few months, I didn't really know, uh, what direction I must take and so forth and so forth and um i remember chatting and you sent me work and i was reading and i was really really enjoying it man. and um i sort of um like i always interpret poetry visually for whatever reason i always look for really strong metaphors and um i sort of to me my mind sort of pulls because like with with um, with each line i sort of you know, I'm 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 getting us a, a sense of of the writer and how the writer thinks and my mind thinks visually and so on and so on. And I really connected with your work at the time. And um, just for my listeners, we did I think if my memory serves me about three or four mixed media pieces. Um, you know, I should have actually copied that poem. Yeah, I actually don't have it in front of me, but I remember the but I remember the work very well, and I remember um, it eventually ended up in a we had a group show in Melbourne somewhere, but um, we sort of get to that um, later on. So it's been it's been it's been it's been quite a journey, and um, I've really enjoyed it. I think also your blog, I've also been reading that uh, from time to time over the years, and um, I know you always in Constail and you sort of picked up again, and I sort of get that. So um, yeah, man. So tell me the. For well, my listeners, in 2011, 2010, uh, where was Mike still? Where was your head at? What were you writing about? Um, what was influencing you, and so on? And then we'll oh my up. goodness! Uh, it's a while ago. <laughs> it was. It was. I was. Uh, boy, I was an entirely different person back then too. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's but I was. I was. I was writing. I was. I was writing. I was writing. I, I was really productive during that time. Um, I oddly enough uh, at that time had just 
become acquaintances um, with a band from your region, uh, the Parlotones. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll bet you do. Yeah. Uh, and, and believe it or not, I'm, I'm still in touch with those guys. Sure. Uh, I, isn't that crazy after all these years? <laughs> uh, boy, we get old. <laughs> yeah, speak anyway, for yourself. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, but, uh, uh, and so I had started exploring, uh, you know, the arts and, and things that were going on in that region. Mm. And, and so I had come across you and I saw you your art and i was like wow that's that's just phenomenal stuff and, <laughs> thank you no uh, oh, you're, you're welcome it's just it's <laughs> and and we did we, we started chatting and you said you were interested in poetry and i i sent you some and at the time i was uh i know i was writing some some pretty edgy stuff and it was i i really enjoyed what i was writing at the time it was i thought it was pretty cool and uh you took to it as well, and you thought, you know, I could, I could visually, I could, I could put some stuff to this. I could work with this, and I thought, you know what? Nobody's ever, nobody has ever offered to do that. And I was like, you know what? Go for it. Go for it. You know, do what you will with it, and, and you did, and it just it took off. And then, um, about that time too, I think even before that, you actually published me in in a magazine down there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and uh, you took some of my um, poems. Um, your page, so you've your done page. more for my career than I have, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you, uh, I'll, I'll just give you some more perspective of that time. Um, so we, I'm a Pharisee on consciousness, and I'm still around actually. The website is still very much live. Um, we're just not that prolific, you know, we just don't, um, yeah, both Karabo and my life has gone. In total different directions. We still, you know, we still comrades and we still do, we still chat and so on and so on, especially now with COVID things just really changed. But um, we still get, we still get hits um, and the website is very much live and you can still access your work there. Um, but I remember between uh, 2011, uh, uh, say 2009 till about 2012, uh, 2011 there on between that period, we were, we were, we were pretty prolific. So, I remember your page getting quite a few hits um, because we used to focus a lot on poetry, and I was really interested in your style of writing versus like what 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 else we were publishing, um, and also the content, like what you were writing about, because you know we were more in Africa, um, uh, 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 pan-Africanist-based um, writing, and a lot of the stuff had this revolution element, and I thought, nah, man, let's try something different for a change, you know, toss it up a bit, and I, and people took to it. Um, people, uh, wow. people, people took to it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. I that's that's very cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, 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 yeah, they um, they took to it. So um, the body of work that we uh, that we just to give my uh, listeners some, uh, I guess, like a sort of I can sketch what it is. So um, at that time was also when I started experimenting using uh, poetry in my in my artwork text. Um, like that was 10 years ago. Now it's I've taken it to a completely different level and I sort of yeah, I chopped the text up and, and, and everything and I use all these. But there was a 
there was a and and and, and, and that this is sort of where I where I want to go to work because I remember specifically one artwork really really closely and I'll tell you the image that I used. Um, it was the guy sitting, uh, the guy with a with a hat, um, and I threw him like against a uh, a wall and the, the the work was really fucking depressing. It was it was, it was very dark, gloomy colors, and I was actually uh, referencing a uh, old photo of a very uh, well-known African um, artist called Dumeli Feni. He actually died in the USA in about uh, 1990. And I can talk about Feni's work for a long, long time, but he was really one of my, I'm really was a very, very, very big influence in my life. And uh, he was also kind of misunderstood and a bit of a crazy guy in some circles and so on and so on. And I, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I want to reference his, uh, you know, that photo that, um, George Hallett took of him and, uh, I use your work on top of it because I remember you were writing really this the that piece that I that I'm, I'm, I'm referring. It was it wasn't just lonely, but it gave loneliness like a different uh, uh, I would say a different perspective. Um, do you recall the uh, piece I'm talking about? Mm. I can I can recall the I can recall the art piece, but I can't recall the poem off the top of my head. Yeah. Wes, I'm. When you tell me how you drew the inspiration to take the poem, and wow, <laughs> you know, I'm yeah, sure. As I as, as as I was saying at that time, um, I was looking for yeah, like I I was I don't know what direction I, I was working in the publish for a long time. It's kind of like it was like a. I left my fucking job, so to speak, man. And it was really, it was a real messed up time, and a lot was happening in my life at that time, but. Um, I um, yeah, I mean, I could um, I could relate to it, and um, that piece, um, yeah, um, I exhibited that along with there was two others. I just don't recall the third one for whatever reason. But um, yeah, man, um, that was a I mean, I mean, that was a lot of fun. Um, and we had that. Oh, show. it was I. It, that was a blast. I was so proud of that. I, I I was I was I was so proud of that. That was yeah. <laughs> that was the highlight. Oh, it was, you know. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, and I and I remember you know, it was you also know, to take the deepest, darkest mm-hmm. pits of my fucking misery, you know, and, and have <laughs> it out there for everybody to see. <laughs> <laughs> um, your work is your work is. You sent me you sent me a few uh, a, a, a few pieces. Oof, this was was definitely probably not last year or the year before that, but I know it was it was recent enough for me to recall it and to recall what you were writing about. And you were touching some really dark shit there. Um, you were getting into some really dark places, and um, you were, whew, yeah, without like you know being over dramatic. Tell us, uh, tell my, tell my listeners about um, 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 about that, man, because I know you also suffer from a mental condition, correct? I have a, um, a traumatic brain injury, and we're also still trying to figure out everything else that, that goes along with that. Uh, my brain injury stems from a uh, car accident almost 15 years ago. And so, you know, everything else that goes along with, with brain injuries, the, the emotions, the instability, mm. the anxiety, you know, just, trying to learn to channel it yeah and um 
yeah, there for a while. Um, I was, I was writing some, some really dark stuff and it got some, it got some pretty good reaction. Um, and then, uh, I found medical marijuana and it's not quite as dark anymore. (laughs) It's, uh, it's a little more, it's a little more out there, but <laughs> I remember the time. I'm still, uh, I'm still, yeah, I'm still yeah. out there creating. <laughs> I don't know what I'm creating, but I'm creating. <laughs> um, Let's just call yeah, it man, that. I, I actually, can we just jump? Can we just jump? Because I find this a fascinating point. I find this a really fascinating point because I remember at the time Colorado was busy legalizing weed, correct? Colorado was one of the first two states to legalize in, in yeah. America. And, and um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, at the time, at the time, well, no, this is, this is actually the weed cough. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, I had, I had me a good bowl before I came on. <laughs> uh, hey, it's legal. You know, what can I say? <laughs> and it's my medicine. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Actually, it is. It is. I, I actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, Tell I us about that. Um, because, because I'm fascinated. As I, as I said, um, one thing, one thing I'm very interested in, and, and, and I want to talk from somebody who sort of like, you know, knows you work for a little while, because uh, a few of the pieces, as I, as I said, was really dark shit, man. And um, I don't really get. <laughs> so, okay, so here's I don't really the get thing. offended very easy, but I was like, yo, this guy's going there, you know? So and, here's mm-hmm. the thing. So I worked in, I worked in law enforcement for 12 years, right. Um, prior to, which now I'm, I'm just fucking ashamed of you know, the way some of these people <laughs> act seriously, uh, you know, yeah, but we'll, you know, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, but so, you know, I was, I was taking 15 pills a day wow. when, yeah, uh, there for a while. And so my wife and two doctors had to convince me to try medical marijuana. And I finally did. And I'm down to six pills a day. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I I feel fucking fantastic. You know, all (laughs) things considered. Well, all things considered. And there's no side effects, right? Well... Not as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you should weigh your options, like first the pharmaceuticals, you know, versus versus medical marijuana, I think it's actually it's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, oh, I, absolutely. Besides absolutely. feeling tired and grumpy, you know, and a bit lazy. Well, yeah, you know, I, I take I take naps, but, you know, and I, you know, I still have my down days, you know, I still have days where I feel like shit and I have to, yeah. I have to rest, but you know, it's not like before where I was sleeping for, you know, two to three hours every single day, you know, on top of sleeping for, or, you know, 10 to 11 hours at night, yeah, you know, yeah, I was just, yeah. I was not functioning. Yeah, so yeah. no, right now. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you. Telling you know, I feel that. fantastic. <laughs> um, do you have, um, I guess, I guess is your, is your, uh, did it, did, because you say you would have that like, like dark place did it did it uh, uh are you 
does your perception on life change now? Are you more optimistic towards life? Because a hell of a lot has happened, man. I mean, this coronavirus. There was also Trump for four years. There was, there was a, there was a lot going on, man. So, 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 you know, how is your outlook on life um, at the moment um, before we get into the poetry again? Um. So the day that I got my first COVID shot was March 10th mm. and I got a message request on Facebook and you, you know, usually, and, and you know, as well as I do, it's usually like a spam, you know, <laughs> Hey, hot stuff, you know? <laughs> um, and I, I look at it and of course it's a female and I'm like, Oh boy. And I open it up and it's like, hi, Michael, you know, my name is, and my father was, which was my father's name. And I'm like, well, this could be interesting. And he was born on, and he was married to my mother's name. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. Hey, honey, I think I might've just got a message from my sister. And we had been looking for each other for, you know, I, had never met my biological father. Yeah. And so, you know, this is like a whole side of me that I'd never known before. Um, yes, I, I get this message after we had gotten home from getting that first COVID shot, which was, you know, phenomenal in and of itself. Yes. You know, you just feel on yeah. top of the world after you get that. And I'm like, holy shit, you know, is this really fucking happening? And then I, I scrolled down, you know, after I read this messages and there's pictures of me and my mother. And I'm like, oh, my God, this, this is this is really my sister. Yeah. My sister freaking found me. And so, you know, we've done that that emotion. And I just um, recently got back from from that amazing experience of meeting my my brother and sister and. Uh, a bunch of that side of the family for the very first time. So, and then of course, <clears throat> being, um, having completed uh, a bunch of poems now for the first time in, in two years, mm. um, this is, uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been a pretty good productive year. Yeah, I get um, you. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, um, a Mike. Let me just jump in and there's actually two things I want to ask you. Firstly, with regard to the vaccine shot, right? So, um, you know, I'm asking all my guests, so clearly you are pro um, vax, uh, vaccine. Uh, tell me a little bit about the experience um, in the in um, in your part of the world right now with regards to COVID, man. Um, what are the uh, infection rates? And, uh, you know, are you guys still having a lockdown and that type of thing? So we're in a we're in a kind of unusual place, I guess I would say right at the moment. Uh, um, I saw this morning that there are sixty six percent of people that have at least the first dose or at least one dose of a vaccine because there yeah. are three available here. Yes. Um, and then there are, <clears throat> pardon me, areas that are, of course, higher vaccinated and areas that are lower vaccinated. Sure. And so 
Um, based upon political beliefs, of course, how you politicize a pandemic, I don't know, but <laughs> that's that's another story. <laughs> oh yeah, um, oh yeah. So now, most they're, they're, we're getting to the point where most everything is lifted now. You know, they're they're opening baseball stadiums and concerts okay. and theaters okay. and stuff like that. But now is coming this new variant called the Delta variant. Yes, the Delta variant. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty yes. hard too. Um, and it's hitting the areas that aren't highly vaccinated. Okay. And so it's it's starting to take hold. And so now a lot of places are coming back and saying, please start wearing a mask inside, whether you're vaccinated or not. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, like I say, yeah. we're kind of in a really unusual spot right now. Interesting. Um, just on the African perspective, yeah, we too been hit by the Delta variant um, as we speak. And Gauteng, um, where Johannesburg is based, um, is pretty bad, actually. Uh, it's pretty bad. So the government switched um, uh, us back on to this new hard lockdown. And yeah, it's looking pretty grim because our uh, vaccine drive is pretty slow and uh, there's all this fucking politics around and it really, it really annoys me. Um, but um, yeah, it's not looking so great there because they've shut down because like from, uh, from, a, from a perspective from the arts, um, like we shut down again and um, businesses that galleries, studios and artists and so forth that could survive last year is definitely not going to survive 2021. So that's kind of fucking grim. And, and um, uh, so, yeah, that's that's not so cool. But um, but tell me, man, um, about the about the politics of the of the of the, of the vaccine, just because kind of what I'm what I'm interested in um, in your part of the world. Um, do you see it becoming? Um, are the people who are who are like anti-vax refuse to hang out or social, you know, uh, socialize or, or, or to become in contact with with with, 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 with pro-vaxxers and so forth? Is those is those divisions becoming real in America? Are they are they are they becoming more visible? Sorry, not more real. Uh, um. Yeah, you know, I've seen people that will not associate with people that that aren't vaccinated. I, I have seen it. Um, most all of my family is vaccinated, so I, um, you know, I don't, I yeah. don't run into that problem. Uh, yeah, I, I, I sure don't have sympathy for those that that have the opportunity. You know, except for those that, that medically can't do it, but um, yes, you know, if you have the opera, if you have the opportunity to do it, and and you contract it, you know, I sure don't have, I sure don't have a lot of sympathy for you for contracting it now. Yeah, crazy man. Um, well, have you? Uh, um, can you guys insane. fly? Um, you can fly interstate now and, and all of that, right? Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I flew. Uh, you have to wear a mask in the airports and and on yeah. the plane. But uh, um, yeah, it's you you can fly freely. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, okay, man. Um, yeah, man. Moving on to your um, 
as you said, like you've been writing for the first time in like two years. Um, congratulations for that. I know, like, um, for somebody, <laughs> because I know, like, um, when somebody writes you, um, you, I guess you're most alive and on top of your game, pretty much recreating. Uh, it's a process that I actually understand pretty well. Um, yeah, I mean, explain to my writer. <laughs> <laughs> um, explain to my listeners your Hello, process. Writers. <laughs> How do you go about uh, writing a poem? How do you go about approaching it? Uh, how do you choose the subject matter? And yeah. Oh man. Um, so sometimes it varies. Sometimes I I, I know I'll I just want to say something. Um, sometimes I'm angry. Sometimes I'm hurt. Sometimes I'm like I say. There's a statement. Sometimes I'm just fucking around. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's just, sometimes I'm forcing myself to write something and I'll take pieces from different poems and put them together and have them work. Okay. Um, I've done that a couple of times actually recently this year um where it's like i can't get something to work quite right but as i've been able to not have such an ego about my writing um i'm able to look at it from a little bit different point of view and say well maybe i can just change this and take this here and yeah it's it's not quite so bad. <laughs> I still think it's horrible, but you know, um, other people seem to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you, know, you like a, do you like a quiet critic? Yeah, uh, that's um, that's that's a uh, that's a uh, thing we definitely are our own worst critic. Um, I was gonna ask, man. Uh, do you um, when you're creating? Are you you know? Are you alone? Do you play music? Do you or you know? Do you like because you know you you have your wife, you have kids, and so on. You know, are they like in and out of the room and so on, or is it like busy? You know, it must just be you and um, and your thoughts. So usually when I write, I like it quiet. Um, I don't like a lot of sound. Yeah. Um. I my brain works and I, I'm I'm envisioning what I'm writing. You know, I'm I'm in the moment. Um whatever that moment is, I'm in it. I I am that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. Um, you know, I guess I be, I I become, I become that moment. Yeah. Yeah. So it's my yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Um are you gonna read us oh well sure um, yeah please go for it <laughs> so <laughs> what I have is I have our um let me see I have to find stuff now because I knew what I wanted to read. <laughs> So this is my my statement on COVID. Yes, please. Uh, 
It is called These Dark Days of Death. Am I dead? Feeling I must be. Haze, unclear sun. My family has departed, literally, figuratively. What is surreal must be reasonable, mustn't it? Humans perish, souls persist. Barren and desolate landscape. Now vast norms. Lush trees, flora and fauna reduced to mere memories. Covering up that which ought not, not be covered. Leaving exposed that which will hasten our demise. Trail of destruction is vast. Fog rolls in. Blackness prevails in these dark days of death. Oh. Wow, uh, I guess from a from a South African perspective, I can actually kind of relate to that, you know, um, because on my own now, I know of at least three, four people has passed on for the COVID, and that that will probably count over the next coming days. Um, yeah, man, do you have uh, very nice, <laughs> very cool, Mike? <laughs> uh, do you have anything else? Um, sure. Um. I have, let me find, let me find a little bit more of an experimental one that I did. Yeah, it's not, absolutely. not quite so dark. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did some stuff that isn't quite so dark, Wes. Yeah, that's, uh, it'll probably sound weird coming from you, but uh, <laughs> let's give it a go. So this is, uh, this is actually a, a brand new one. Um, and it's called Psychedelic Daydream. Oh, I like the title. <laughs> red, red robin flies to the tree. Through the window, I spy you looking at me. Warm and dry I am. Red, red robin, you are free. As the purple sun rises in the green sky, kaleidoscope clouds form myriads of shapes, changing so rapidly my mind can't comprehend. Gray trees shed their black leaves. Jettison as arrows chasing prey, white grass clinging like vines, constantly creating peculiar designs. Neon glowing as a lone alien wanders, rain-soaked streets now reflecting a myriad of colors into the night. Rain falls upon the red, red robin. Such a simple life you live. You chirp, turn, and fly away. Damn this rain. <laughs> yeah i like it <laughs> sure i like I, you know i thought uh, you might just because i i, I yeah. know your affinity for birds <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think the red red robin um, um i like that repetition it's very cool i dig it i dig it i dig it um <laughs> yeah um, i just like the use of uh language sure sure it's pretty cool it's pretty cool um you say these two pieces these two poems you wrote them um, at the same time or um, um let's see well the, the psychedelic daydream i actually just finished that was uh within the last couple of days that's one of my okay. brand new pieces yeah, uh, yeah. No, the dark days of death let me see when did i finish that one um that one's it's it is one of the new, newer ones yeah i think i finished that one in april or march march or april i finished it mm, interesting april march was um i know the the the, the, the covid rates were also pretty high 
um, um, at that time. It's interesting. Um, just, 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 a, just another point uh, on uh, on the uh, doctor on Facebook uh, phone. Um, I've been. Um, I was. Um, I had a solo exhibition uh, about a few months ago, and um, in um, I was looking for um, in, in creating one piece. I was looking for. Um, I was. I was online just. Just random searching to see what uh, poets from all over the world are writing about COVID, um, and I found a few interesting poems here and there. Uh, mostly in a, most of them in, in in the UK and in uh, and in and, and in the US, and uh, it was it was it was really interesting. So this was um, more or less the beginning of the year, but this poetry was written last year. So um, I'm actually kind of tracking this um, through all artworks, actually through all uh, music, uh, fine art, and everything. How people's perceptions on uh, COVID is changing, and um, it seems well, like it's it, it seems no, like I, such a personal thing. Eh? Artist. Yeah, there's an artist, um, uh, Gary Newman, uh, the uh, singer that uh, sang the song Cars back yes. in the day. Um, he has a new album out called Intruder, and uh, he sings about uh, COVID, and it's all about the earth giving uh, COVID as a gift to the humans. Uh, very, very interesting. Yeah, uh, it's a really, it's really interesting how different parts of the world, how we're using our creative expression to conceptualize this virus, man. Because it's for the first time in, an, I think, in recorded history, um, something has happened all over the world, and it's affecting everybody at the same time. You know, I don't think it's ever happened before. Uh, I mean, you like hundreds of miles away, and we can talk about this virus like we sitting right next to each other. You know, um, I think that's actually quite amazing and scary at the same time. And um, I'll definitely check out that album. I'm actually pretty interested to 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 to, to get some new stuff, some some new sound, some new music. So I'll definitely have a listen to that. Thanks for that. Uh, do you have anything else? Or well, those are the only two pieces you prepared for this evening? Um. No, I think that's. I don't want to bore anybody. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's all good, my brother. Uh, I'm sort of in closing, Mike. Um, if my listeners want to get hold of any of your read any more of this stuff, where can they do that? Um, goodness, I, you know, I have a Facebook page. It's Michael Stuller, um, and there's a link to <clears throat> just a blog page on there. I don't have anything real active right at the moment. Um, I guess I can do that, and then I can update you. Yeah, sure. Point. I'll 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 and, appreciate uh, that. We'll definitely uh, link it up to this episode. Um, and I mean, this episode will be live forever, so it's always cool for you know the listeners to. If you want to read something further up, you know, it's always cool for them to click on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we've pretty much come to the end. Uh, Mike Stella, thanks a lot for coming through, my brother. Um, thanks for sharing your poetry your story. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed meeting your long lost sibling. I know that those, those ties, I hope it also does wonders for your condition. You know, it helps the mind improve. You know, a lot of positivity all the way from this beautiful, crazy continent called Africa. Thanks for coming through, my brother. Oh, and 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 back at you, S. You know, I I know you guys are are going through it. You know, worse than we are. Absolutely. You know, we're. You know, I know we got hit hard, but. You know, we uh, we are definitely we definitely have it a lot easier here. You know, we're 
sheltered and yeah. think think we have it a lot harder than other places, you know, especially those of us like myself who, and there are a lot of people here, you know, that have white privilege that don't realize it. And yeah. that's actually something we should, uh, we should definitely tackle. Uh, another. I know you were pretty vocal about Black Lives Matter. I remember reading one of your, uh, I think one of your tweets, one of your posts. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what you have to say about that, but we did a full episode for that one, man. Uh, it's interesting yeah, you end up with that. Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm happy to come back and do it again another time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we can. I did a, we can tackle a, some harder issues next time. <laughs> sure, man. Uh, <laughs> um, I actually did an episode earlier on last year with Black Lives Matter, and uh, my friend Richard is also in the states. Um, he's just been up and down and a lot. And we've been chatting yeah, a lot, we, but I definitely. I definitely George want to, Floyd and 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 all that stuff that's going on here too. Yeah, man, and uh, the Black Lives Matter thing um, was uh, really affected. It didn't even affect us here in South Africa. Our sports teams, um, the politics has says has, has hit our national sports teams. Um, and I mean, as I said, I've been tracking it with a friend of mine in the states. Oh. So I've got a really interesting. Um, I definitely want to do something uh, based on that. I know it's also. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty vast. It's hit us and uh, most uh, of the Anglo-Saxon world, to be quite honest, of the Western world. Um, it's definitely the biggest uh, 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 movement I can think in modern memory. And um, it's, quite, it's, it's quite crazy. It's enormous. Yeah, it is. It's, it needed to happen. It needed to happen. Yeah, yeah it was about time. It was about time. And uh, I still think there's a lot of yeah, more to fall in um, especially like from South Africa, but anyway, Mike, uh, that's not. <laughs> yeah, that's another yeah. topic for another day. Thanks a lot for coming, my brother. I know it's still noonish your side, it's still early afternoon. So enjoy the rest of your day. I know it's summer on your side as well. So enjoy the sunshine, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, and uh, I'll chat to you on social media with regards to when this episode go live. And um, yeah, remember to keep sending the poetry, my brother. <laughs> Will do, West. All right, Will my do. brother. Take care, um, man. Take care. You too. Uh, Bye-bye. All right. Thank you for listening to this Spudcast podcast. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Hey, everybody. I I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you guys enjoyed Mike's poems, uh, his poetry. Um, It was really interesting having him on. Um, Yeah. I will definitely, definitely do something up with that Black Lives Matter thing. It's always something I wanted to do a follow-up on. It's just a scheduling thing, man. Everything is with, with podcasting, for me at least, is a scheduling thing. But yeah, man, thanks for Mike for coming through, man. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, remember, you are, we are brought to you by Spotcast and Bible. And remember to keep safe, world. Um, COVID is real, man, and it's... Yeah, it's real, it's real. Um, I'm just reflecting on that piece that he was reading. Um, oh, it's real, it's real. So please, people, take keep safe. And to all the artists and creators out there whose, yeah, whose careers just took another setback, you know, keep strong, people. Uh, much love. Chat to you next week.